Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we're talking about someone better. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the podcast today. Today we are going to talk about someone better. But first, I want to read a review. This one is from Sea Spider, and they wrote, When I thought I had gotten rid of my anxiety, it popped right up back about a month ago. I was desperate for resources and I felt almost hopeless. I decided on a random thought to search relationship anxiety podcast, hoping to find something. It was like God placed this exactly in my lap because it was exactly what I needed. I have the most amazing man and I couldn't risk losing him over my anxiety and the what ifs. I have been listening for a few weeks now, and this has been a lifesaver. Thank you. Thanks so much for that review. And today we're going to talk about a big why if, you guys, which is something many of my clients have asked me and something I really struggle with was this idea of what if there's someone better out there? What if there's someone that I would like more? And... A lot of times we know we have such a good guy. We have a good relationship. But we can't get over this idea that, yeah, it's good, but maybe there's something more out there. Someone out there who would maybe make me more happy, right? I think we kind of get into this like shopping mindset when we're dating of, I don't know if you guys deal with this, but when I'm shopping, I can be so indecisive and I find something I like, but then I'm like, oh, I need to, you know, yeah, this is good, but I need to go check out all of the dresses or I need to look at all my options first. And I have to know that this is the best thing I can buy. And I think we get into this mindset with dating a little bit of like, this has to be the best guy. Or even when we're watching chick flicks and we start comparing and weighing out her options in the movie of, oh, this guy's way better than this guy, or this guy's way nicer or cuter or whatever it is. And it's this idea we have in our society that there are people that are better than other people. You see it when people rate someone on a scale of one to 10 for how hot they are, right? Of like, this person has a higher number. They are therefore worth more. They are better than other people available. And I think this is an area we get really confused. So one thing that is so tricky about this thought of there might be someone better out there is that what happens when we think it is we feel anxious, right? We feel panicked and then we start looking. We start looking for ways the guy we're with is inadequate the ways that he falls short or maybe we start looking at other guys and noticing ways that maybe we think they have more or that they're better than the guy we're with and what happens is we literally experience the guy we're with as not being good enough or as other people being better because that is what our brain has been looking for And maybe we're not even really going out with anyone else, but in our head, this imagined fantasy of this other guy, we're convinced he's definitely better for us. And 
it's crazy our brains can do this of just being able to go and find evidence. When we think that there's someone better out there, we can find evidence for it. We can find reasons he's not enough. We can find reasons that someone else is better. And then that's what we start experiencing in our relationship. And then we start panicking and thinking we need to hurry and break up when we can just kind of pause and take a step back. Notice how thinking that thought doesn't serve you at all in your relationship. It's kind of a grass is greener mindset of, oh, over there, things are better, right? Over there, I would be more happy, more in love, more content, less anxious, all of that. But the grass isn't greener over there. It's greener where we water it, right? In the relationship that you choose to cultivate. And I know some of you out there are listening and thinking, okay, I hear you. But what if there really is someone out there that's better? Like this feels like this really might be a true possibility for me. So I think it's important for us to explore what does it even mean for someone to be better? Like they have more of something. They do more of something. We think of them as just being more, right? Maybe they're higher on that scale of one to 10. (laughs) Or maybe in your mind, it's just, I'm wondering if there's someone out there that's more compatible. And while we do want to consider like how we fit with the person, I think there's like basic things we can look at from a non-anxious mindset of like, do we have similar goals and wants in life? For example, we both want to be married. We both want to have kids. But many of us have already identified there's a lot of core things that match up of what you want out of life. And then what you're kind of spinning in is like, but maybe there's someone that's a little bit more compatible, right? That, um, you know, we just click better or we have a stronger connection or I feel more in love with him or he has better social skills. I'm more attracted to him. He's more accomplished all of these things. And it's so important to recognize that all of those things are subjective. For example, you might just be convinced that your partner is just not that social, that he has bad social skills. But what exactly does that mean? Does that mean he's not able to talk at all? Or that he gets along with his friends but doesn't talk to other people or he's polite but just not as outgoing as he would like or maybe he's too outgoing and he says too much or he doesn't take enough interest in other people and talks about himself like there's so many things that could go into what means someone has good social skills and so you could be comparing him to another guy and in maybe some ways you can see how the other guy has better social skills But maybe in other ways, the guy you're with has better social skills. One of my favorite concepts is that every single weakness we have is coming from an underlying strength. There's a strength underneath it. So for example, maybe someone is too uptight. That's like a weakness you see in your partner. But then the strength underneath it 
is that he's really organized and on top of getting stuff done. And that's actually something you really love about him. And many of my clients, when I talk to them about this, you know, that they have this thing they don't like about their partner. Like they think maybe he's not productive enough. But then the underlying strength is that he's really chill and easygoing and they love that about him. So knowing you're focusing on these weaknesses and maybe you could trade to get a different guy without those weaknesses, but then they probably also won't have those strengths that you love about the guy you're with. And the other guy, he's going to have his own set of weaknesses, right? And his maybe strengths that you're focusing on, but there's weaknesses there too. And so be cautious when you notice your brain going to this fantasy land of there's just this better person out there that has all of these good traits and none of the bad. And to be able to check in with yourself of every single human has strengths and has weaknesses. And can you make room for both in your partner rather than demanding someone who is better and has none of his flaws? And can we appreciate and love him even for his flaws, right? And appreciate that aspect of him rather than just the good. One of the things that my brain always would go to with my relationship was that he didn't talk enough. And I would compare how much my partner talked to other guys. And I met this man a few months ago who talked nonstop constantly talked and I realized how much I love the fact that my partner doesn't feel the need to constantly fill silence with words that he's comfortable with letting me talk and he's willing to listen and have space for quiet sometimes and I realized that's totally a strength that he has but I miss that when I'm focusing on, oh, he should be talking more. I miss how that is one of my most favorite things and one of the things that drew me to him was that he was willing to listen and he didn't just constantly talk and shut me out. So notice when your brain is thinking of all these things that you think would be better to have. Check in and notice what are the strengths that come with what I think he's missing. If I think he's missing drive or I think he's missing talkativeness whatever it is for you is notice what are the strengths connected with that because most likely that very thing you're focused on is actually one of the reasons that you're drawn to him another reason that your brain is likely fixating on this idea of there might be someone better out there is because of your decision making style So there's a book called The Paradox of Choice by Barry Schwartz. And one of the things that he talks about in his book is decision-making styles. And he contrasts two different types of styles. One is satisficers and one is maximizers. And so he talks about it like in terms of, say you're going shopping and you're going shopping to get a new sweater. And you know you want a sweater that's blue that's soft and made out of cashmere and it's around the price point of $50 or less. And you go out shopping and you find a sweater that meets all of those criteria. 
And a satisficer would be the person who buys. Says, great, this is perfect, this is what I'm looking for. They take it, they go. But a maximizer says, wait, but maybe there's something better. Like this sweater's great, yeah, it miss, meets all my things that I'm looking for, all my requirements, but maybe there might be more. Like maybe I could get a better deal on this or maybe there's a different shade of blue that would make my eyes pop more and maybe there would be a sweater with a better thread count and on and on. So they go and hide the sweater underneath the pile so that maybe it can be available later and go look at like 20 different other stores to just check out all the other options and make sure there is not a better sweater out there. <laughs> so like I said, kind of me, I do fall into the category of being a maximizer when I shop. And this, I'm guessing, probably resonates for many of you listening. But knowing that your decision-making style very well might be being a maximizer. So you know you have a good guy that meets all the basic things you were looking for in a partner, but yet you're questioning and wondering if there's more. And the interesting thing about being a maximizer is that they tend to be less satisfied with their choices. And logically we think, oh, you have to check out all the options to be sure that's what makes you feel confident in your decision. But really, maximizers are constantly looking for more. So even when they're made a decision, they always are thinking, oh, but there could be something else, there could be something else. And they don't allow themselves to fully and experience and appreciate their decision. So like with the sweater example, say that, um, you know, the maximizer goes to 20 stores and finally commits to a sweater, they are going to be like, kind of questioning it thinking about other stores and the other sweaters they saw and you maybe next season noticing a different sweater style that's in and wishing they held off till the next year versus the satisficer is just there enjoying their sweater and appreciating it and loving it and being cozy in it so we think being a maximizer serves us we think it's getting us more but in the end we're being less content, right? The very thought of there's someone better out there causes us to experience less in our own relationship, causes us to experience less in our own life. You do not have to evaluate every single option of guy in order to be happy and content in your relationship. And the last thing I just want to leave you guys with is that when we say there's someone better out there, well, the message we kind of send is that some people are worth more than other people. That some people are more worth loving and are more valuable than others. They have a higher number. But we have to know that every single person's value is immeasurable. And that every single person has infinite worth. And that every person has their weaknesses, has their strengths. Every person is fully capable of being loved. And that includes yourself. So making sure that you're practicing self-love for yourself and your partner. And that doesn't always mean that you choose to stay in your relationship, but knowing that love is available for you. And one of the things that I love to think about is that the purpose of our partner 
is someone for us to love. Not a trophy husband to find, not someone to give you a glow up or to make you look good or someone to complete every single missing part of you, but someone for you to love unconditionally. All right, thanks so much, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you.